Yes, Father God, we recognize the war, obviously, and you are the victorious one. You've already won the war, the battle. It's all been done. We thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. We thank you for finishing the work that you began from the foundation of the world. Thank you for your resurrection, Lord God, and your, that has brought redemption to us and secured our eternal salvation, Lord God. I thank you for the mercy and the gracious goodness of your love towards all of us, Lord God. Even yet, while we were sinners and rebellious and hostile to you, rebelled against your love, Lord God, rejected your love, you still stretched out your hand, reached out your heart to receive and call us back. Father, I thank you that we have no idea of the great amount of effort and love you have put into this battle to bring us back home safely. I thank you, Lord, for giving us power over all the power of the enemy. I thank you, Lord, there are only two kingdoms. I thank you, Lord God, that you said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And you do not lie. You do not exaggerate. Lord, so I thank you, Lord, that you've given us power, even power to forgive, not just our enemies, but forgive those who um, can't even forgive themselves. You said, "Whatever you, whoever sins you forgive, they're forgiven them. Whoever sins you retain, they're retained. This is a mighty and a powerful um, admonition and um, opportunity, Father. So I thank you now for taking care of us, protecting us, putting your shields around us that the enemy cannot get into our lives to bite, divide, devour, destroy, uh, or set us up even in opposition to ourselves, Lord. I give you now. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear as we um, talk about the matter at hand. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hey, and what is the matter at hand today, honey? <laughs> the matter at hand is the matter at hand is fools. Ooh. I, have you ever heard a message preached in church about fools? The, yeah. No. Maybe one about you know one particular rich guy that yeah. thought he had it all together, but. Uh, there's a lot that the Lord has to say about fools, fools yeah. and foolishness, and and uh, I was looking. Yeah, the at, whole book of Proverbs, basically, almost yeah. every other line is about something. Well, it's about wisdom. It's about yeah. contrasting foolishness with fool. wisdom. Mm-hmm. And uh, the definition of a fool, and the the most common Hebrew word used in the Old Testament for fool. It's it's derived from a word that means bellows, you know, like the old blacksmith, mm-hmm. uh, which or windbag. Windbag. You know, we used to say he's a windbag because he just talks so much he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yep. But uh, a fool is someone who is stupid, mm-hmm. who is lacking in judgment. I mean, they don't have really any discernment yeah. about them. They lack common sense, mm-hmm. and and common sense these days is very uncommon. Yeah, rare. Uh, and they're, they're just lacking wisdom yeah. in general. So, um, well, I think it's a very appropriate subject because I think half the population of maybe the earth, but I I could be over exaggerating, but a lot of people are we would call them today woke, and I would say that that's the new definition of of a fool is someone mm-hmm. who is woke, mm-hmm. and because fools. To me, a fool is someone who is fooled themselves. They are, they don't even realize that they're being deceived, and they're so convinced that they're not that they expound on being wise and, and giving out all their, their pearls of wisdom 
in in a uh, and it's it's a mockery because they don't even see it's almost a irony it's almost a uh, against themselves so let's look at yeah what do you what do you got there well, for for where do we start here with fools excuse me it's psalm uh, fourteen one. This is the fool has said in his heart, "There is no God." That is the most powerful, and and that, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the fool has said in his heart, "There's no God." This is probably the most popular and well known of all the scriptures about fools. About go. fools, yeah. I yeah. mean, so there. Is, so here you go. That's it, where you started. If you do, if you don't believe in God, which a lot of these people don't, obviously the way they act, you don't believe in God, then your heart is already darkened and foolish. Yeah, really, because if you just deny the existence of God, so this is the this is the verse for uh, the atheists mm-hmm. um, that yeah. think there is no God, or a lot of people are um, what's the word agnostic? No, they're they're actually practical atheists. In other words, they might not say, "Well, I don't I don't believe there is such thing as God," but they might act like there is uh-huh. no such practicing one atheists as God. So yeah, yeah. so. Um, this is the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Mm-hmm. And in some translations bring out that the fool has said in his heart, no God. In other words, I'm saying no to God. Mm-hmm. Because if you rec- recognize that there is God, mm-hmm. that he exists, that means that you have an accountability to him. Right. And a lot of people don't want to have right. any accountability to anybody. Don't have to want to answer to anybody. In other words, they want to just do their own thing and call the shots the way they want them to be. And and yet uh, the fool has said his heart. So if they have no uh, connection with God, they have no connection with wisdom because God is wisdom. God is, you know, revelation, knowledge. And then it says they they are corrupt. They say there's no God. They're corrupt. So there is no no. Uh, boundaries for them. There is no tethering to any source of righteousness or truth or wisdom. So they are, they go, they're, they're corrupt. They're, they're, they're rotten because mm-hmm. if something's corrupt, if you have a, 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 some fruit or something in your refrigerator, it's corrupt. That's, you know, it's corrupted. It's <laughs> I have a corrupt to rot apple in and my, you got mold on it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's falling apart yeah, is what it is. It's falling apart. It's and, disintegrating. And you said in Proverbs 1 7, we're going to look at a lot of um, Proverbs can, today. Can I go back to 14? Yeah, go second, ahead. Please. Because they are corrupt. They have no, they have done abominable works. There is none who does good. So, so these, this is exactly the fruit of a fool. They, they are corrupt. They do abominations, as we see today. The whole place is basically taken over with foolishness, because they there's no fear of God, um, and they and they have corrupt works. They do abominations, which we you know what these things we call heinous and hideous and abominable abominations to God. Now even just I don't know, just kind of taking apart the Identity. innocence and the beauty Identity. of a human being right. and ripping them, cutting them you know, ta- trashing them, burning them in the fire. It's like beyond even, it's word, there's no words. It's like there's no words to describe it. It's it's that evil. And so, it says that there is none that does good. So anybody who, you know, they, the only good they do, these foolish ones, is to uh, promote themselves in some way or another. You know, they can be pragmatic. They can pretend to be your friend. They can pretend to go along with it. But they're easily blackmailed, they're easily bullied, they're easily um, bribed into doing things because they have no sense of integrity within themselves. 
Yeah, you mentioned about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And and so it it says that in Proverbs 1, verse 7, Mm -hmm. it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. In other places, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if you don't have fear of the Lord is the foundation. If that respect and reverence for God that he is and that we are accountable to him and that he's a loving, almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present God, Right. Uh, if if you don't have that, you don't really have any knowledge. You don't have any wisdom. No fear of the Lord. So, but it says, but fools. The last part of Proverbs one seven. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Right. They don't. You know. Don't confuse. Don't tell them. me what to do. Don't tell me what to don't do. Don't take. Yeah. Don't. Don't tread on me. Don't take away my rights. I get. I have a right to be stupid. I have a right to have no common sense. I have a right to, you know, it's just like they're out of control. They've lost connection with. Their, even their own sense of value. Uh, and it says, these have these all the workers of iniquity, no knowledge. I'm going back to Psalm. Do you keep going in Proverbs? I just want to look at Psalm here, 14 again. All the workers of iniquity have no knowledge. This is, what they, this is what they do. And this is what you look around out there. This is what's happening. Who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call on the Lord. There they are in great fear. They're all anxious for God is with the generation of the righteous. But if you're not righteous, you're going to be anxious and you're going to be eaten up with fear. And, and they, the fool consumes the righteous. He consumes the gifts of the righteous, the strength of the righteous, the, the bread of the righteous, um, the inheritance of the righteous, the, because the fool has no fear of God. He doesn't, oh, he's not afraid of any consequences. So, and this is what's happening today. The righteous, the true believers, followers of Jesus, the remnant that are waiting for the return of Jesus Christ, the bride of Christ that's being perfected by all of this persecution, they're being eaten up and, and just trashed by the world who is running everything. The world, the devil has given certain people running rights, rights to run over everybody else. And these people are fools because they're turning their allegiances over to Satan and not God. Yeah, it says, um, well, you mentioned that a man who isolates himself in Proverbs 18.1 mm-hmm. seeks his own desire and he rages against all wise judgment. I mean, don't confuse, don't, don't tell me the truth. Yeah. I hate the truth. I, I, I want my know, own way. I, I, I don't really, and some people don't know the truth when it's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they rage against all wise judgment. Mm-hmm. And in verse uh, Proverbs eighteen two, a fool has no delight in understanding. So, but in expressing his own but heart. But in expressing his own heart, I want to just share what I feel. Yeah. What I think. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, well, what's your what's your idea wanna, of truth? I want to share my uh, my you know, own heart. What's your with definition? You. They they all have their own definitions of truth, and whatever is going on out there. Well, we get this. We get this down the line and right well the next it's interesting that's the next uh, verse verse yeah they want to just express their own heart they mm-hmm. don't want to they want to sort of express themselves in a sense but mm-hmm. there's no okay there's fine. no foundation there's no you foundation. remember we talked last time about the foundations there's no foundation if the foundations are destroyed what can the righteous do well if the foundations are destroyed we'll have a whole crop of fools, foolish people, people who cannot discern the right from the left, the good from the bad, and they call the bad good and the good bad. This is actually the plan of Satan, is to make the bad look good and the good look bad. And the other part of that is no one stands up against it. No one says, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Mm -hmm. That's evil. 
Mm-hmm. No, no, this is wonderful. This is accepted. This is not legal. This is, we passed a law. You know, everybody's doing it. And so people are being pressed, pressed into a place where they know it's wrong if they have any conscience left. And yet they go along with it because they're afraid, because they're intimidated, because they're mm-hmm. they're blackmailed and bullied mm-hmm. into, if you don't go along with this, we're going to take away your bank account. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to, you know, and basically, you know, that's what the devil's going to do anyway. So you might as well stand up against him because he's, he's after, if you love God in any way, shape or form, he is after you. He hates you. He hates your DNA. He hates everything about you. And so going along with him isn't going to save your life. It's like going to the devil for mercy. Mm-hmm. He's not going to give you mercy. He's going to give you a, a, a false bill of goods and then he's going to rip you up and, and call for the, you know, call for, you know, what do they call that when the payment, the final, he's going mm-hmm. to demand of you the payment and you don't have enough to pay. Call so. the loan. There you go. That's what it is. Call the loan. <laughs> Proverbs twelve fifteen says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but mm-hmm. he who heeds counsel is wise. Um, so well, here's people an, don't like to be told what to do either. You know, the fool doesn't want to be corrected. He, you know, you said, what does it say there again? He, he who receives counsel is wise. What? Yeah. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, right. but he who heeds counsel is wise. So they don't want to be corrected. So they, well, they're, the thing is they're right in their own eyes. In other right. words, they feel that their opinion is the truth. But here's the problem. Here is the big problem um, that the people who are acting foolish and listening to foolishness and pursuing folly and pr- pursuing, you know, all these other things, thinking that they're doing their own thing are easily, are actually being led and misled Manipulated by Satan, by, by Satan. demons Absolutely. inside of them. There are demons that we would call foolish they are pres- they are creating, making a mockery out of us, the sons and daughters of the Most High God, made in the image of and likeness of God, to love wisdom and counsel and knowledge, and and goodness and purity and holiness and truth, and they're making a mockery out of human beings, because they're the demon is because he is running the show, driving the bus, and people think it's them, and they think that this is what they want because they've been convinced by the enemy that this is them, that they, that what they're come, what's coming out of their mouth is actually what they think and what they want, but it's the enemy. And so no one ever, I've never heard of anybody really casting on a spirit of foolishness, but I, I'm sure that the spirits of foolishness are oh, right they're, there. They're, they're basically ruling in yeah. a lot of places. We call them deaf and dumb, but they're also fools, foolish, yeah. well, causing people to do very, very foolish things. And this causes confusion and double-mindedness. And it really contaminates Everything, the truth, is really being attacked in every way through the contaminations. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we get opinions spraying. We're deluged Mm -hmm. (laughs) with opinions. And deluded by them. (laughs) Opinions, 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 Mm -hmm. opinions. And we're not interested. People ask me, you know, what What do you you think think about that? I said, you know, my opinion's worthless. Your opinion is worthless. Mm -hmm. What we want is the truth. It's the truth that sets people free. So, but anyway, they, you know, if you're, you're a fool, if you think your opinion equals the truth. Yeah. And, and so, you know, another thing. But the word of God is the truth and people reject the word of God because I don't know why, because it's too simplistic because it's there. They want to, it actually, they think it infringes or encroaches upon their freedom. And so they prefer to pursue folly and foolishness and fables and fairy tales in, in order to, um, you know, do their own thing. 
Ultimately, however, there are only two kingdoms, and we have to get this straight. Can I just say, the reason that we have so much difficulty and and so much double-mindedness and dividedness is because we have a th- we work out of a three kingdom model when actually it's a two kingdom system. Jesus said it very clearly in a different in many ways. He said, "You know, he who does not walk with me or gather with me scatters, and he who um you know uh you can't serve God and Mammon. You know, you have to one or the other. Um, either you're in or you're out." Jesus says, "I would you that you were hot or cold." He said, by their fruits, you shall know them. That does not work. That that definition or way of discerning does not work if you have three kingdoms. You can only use that principle of by their fruits, you shall know them if you have two kingdoms. And everybody believes there's that third kingdom of the world, uh, of maybe, of accidents and, and confusion and folly and mental health and all kinds of... And, but, but really, even Jesus was very... In Matthew, he said, even every blade of grass that my father has not created will come into judgment. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, even then, they didn't have GMO, you know, Roundup grass back then. But I'm thinking Jesus was looking ahead to the fact that we have a, a lot of fake everything now. And that fake everything comes from the folly of rebellion against God. Well, I hear another thing, too, is you might think, okay, the fools, you know, other people are fools, but I would never be a fool. Yeah. Well, let's just wait a minute here. Mm-hmm. It says, um, Proverbs eighteen thirteen: He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. You know, a lot of fools are ones that don't listen well. Mm-hmm. They don't really hear the matter. They make a judgment. They cut mm-hmm. things off. They, you know, they they hear part of it. Yeah. Part, you you're doing a teaching. They hear part of it. Mm-hmm. And they figure, well, I don't know, and they haven't heard the rest or of the they're story. Or to the truth, and and they and they don't listen to the whole picture, mm-hmm. and they they just drop out halfway through. Yeah, and and so they they don't really hear it. Right, you, know, you got to give it they're a not chance hearing. to hear right. it. They don't see it. They their eyes and ears are already tainted and plugged. Their minds are made up. Yeah, exactly. Well, in, in Proverbs eighteen six, it says. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are a snare of his soul. So what we're saying is that man, he the fool, enters into contention. He gets offended. He's going to defend the stupid thing that he believes in. He wants to fight. He wants to, you know, he's standing up for something, but it's ridiculous what he's, what he's fighting for. What he's laying his life on the line for is foolishness and something that is not going to last or not going to you know, save him. And he even goes to the point of fighting. And this is where we have, like now with the wokeism and the race, the calling and the division and the, and the, mm-hmm. the you know, what happens is when people lose their common sense, they lose their conscience, they lose their reasoning, they, they can't be reasoned with. Just, Once you lose your reason, they mock. Yeah. So they, all they can do is do name calling mm-hmm. because they don't have an argument that can stand. They don't have a point they can make that's logical, that will counter what has just been said that was probably a little more full of common sense. So they, they retreat, and then they begin to throw stones. They're contentious. They fight. They, they switch the subject. The subject mm-hmm. goes from what we're talking about here to, I'm mad at you, and I'm going to throw this rock at you, and I'm going to be offended by you, and I'm going to call for blows here because they have to change the subject because they can't stay on the subject because they have nothing to add to the subject because they have already lost their minds. Mm-hmm. They've lost their ability to think and reason for themselves. So yeah. contention 
is kind of one of the ripple effects of being a fool. You're going to have contention and you're going to have destruction and they end up, their, their mouth becomes, gets them in trouble. And uh, I believe it was Mark Twain that said something like, you know, don't argue with a fool. If you argue with a fool, people that observe you arguing with the fool will not be able to tell which is the fool and which is not the fool because you look like a fool for arguing with the fool. Anyway, yeah, right. whatever yeah, that yeah, yeah. means. Yeah. Uh, Proverbs 24.9 says, fools devise foolishness. They just come up with, they produce foolishness. It comes right out of them. It flows I mean, right. I mean, what uh, the heart is full of the mouth uh, speaks. How about uh, TV sitcoms as oh, an example? We know it. Just Devising let me, just stop. foolishness. Just let me stop for a second on all this TV stuff. You know, I, I've noticed that people are getting weary and they're getting they're 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 losing heart in the battle for righteousness or following God, even the righteous. So they're sinking back into the comforts. Old comforts. You know, I mean, so they can't watch the raunchy, rate R-rated horrible horror movies. So they sink back into these old, you know, 1950s, 60s movies that are pointless, trivial, to waste their time, to fill up their time, to kill time, to pass the time as they wait for the return of Jesus and they do other things to manage their emotions with, and they're losing ground by just trying to maintain ground. They're actually losing ground by not pushing forward. Yeah. I believe it was when we were in, in Bible school many years ago, there, there were some students that would think, well, we're, they described it as fleshing out. We're going to, we've been spiritual all week. Mm. We've been in the word of God. We've been worshiping the Lord and now it's time for us to just to have a little indulgence in the flesh. And so we would, yeah. you know, maybe watch some stupid thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Flesh out. Here's what I see. You know, Here's what I like, see how that works. Really? Okay, so you spend all week. Now, if you're a gardener, you'll get this. You spend, it's the spring. You spend all day planting your nice rows, making the nice little rows for the beets and the carrots and the beans. You, you plant all day working spiritually to get something that's profitable and meaningful. And at the end of the day, you flesh out and go dig them all out. That's what you do. You're, you're, you're digging a rut because you're losing all the ground you think you got in the morning by fleshing out and giving place to the devil in the evening. And that's called stupid. You wouldn't think if someone would plant their bean seeds in a nice row, you know, it takes a little time to do this. And then at the end of the day, you get frustrated. You get to, and they didn't show up yet. They're not there yet. What if they really don't come up? What if these are bad seeds? What if I just wasted all my time and, and talked yourself into just going and digging the whole roll up again? That is what a lot of believers do. They dig up the row again, and there, what do you got? What do you got then? You've got nothing. You wasted your good effort to do something good, and then you pulled it all up, plucked it down with your own hands. This is called being foolish. Yeah, and another thing, too, here is that um, fools think it's fun to do evil. Yeah. Proverbs ten twenty three: to do evil is like sport to a fool. It's, it's like fun. something fun. It's like mm -hmm. relaxing. They think yeah. evil is fun. Pranks and uh, jokes, humiliating other Proverbs people. Proverbs fifteen twenty one says, "Folly is joy to him who is destitute of discernment." Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so if, if folly is joy, if you if you're watching, just an example, just a, one example, watching some stupid, pitiful. Uh, sitcom thing that's just where they have to do the canned laughter because so, people are too yeah, lazy to laugh like, it's not even that funny it's like what 
are you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm relaxing. You, you do that, you're relaxing. Oh, no. You're a fool. You're losing. You're a fool according to You'd the You'd be scriptures. better off taking a holy nap before the Lord. Yeah. Proverbs 19.1 says, I don't think you've read this one yet, but better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. So the perversion, the twisting, uh, the, the words that come out of a mouth, uh, the mouth of a fool, they're perverse. That means, you know, perverted. That means twisted. twisted. You're, they're twisting the truth. They're twisting the truth about everything, about what really is going on. The t- they're being blocked and locked in the concept of God, the revelation of God. You know, and if you if God cannot get through to us in our understanding, if he, if if those whole all those receptor sites for understanding and desire for knowledge are plugged up with fo- foolishness and stupidity, how is I mean not that God can because nothing is impossible with Him. But how can God, you know, bl- get through when people don't even have the receptor sites available? And of course, God is wanting us to clean those out too. And I think what happens is the fear of the Lord shocks them back in. It's almost like, you know, they're, you know, when the EMTs come and the guy isn't breathing anymore and they put the little paddles on and they have to shock him back into life. That's mm-hmm. kind of where a fool is. He's at that place where either somebody comes by and shocks his heart, puts the paddles on, brings him, jolts him back into life. Or he will die, and a lot of foolish people, fools, they're bleeding to death, and and bleeding to death is an easy way to die. I hear, because it's painless, like freezing to death. It's kind of an easy way. You just kind of fall asleep. You just kind of drift away, and so they're being bled out by the enemy, and and people she don't They don't even realize that. That was a little snippet of speaking speaking in tongues. Sometimes when things just get beyond English. You just gotta say, wow, Lord God, what else can I say except have mercy and Holy Spirit, what do you want to say? So in Proverbs uh, 19.3 there, um, let's see. Yeah, uh, exactly. It says the foolishness of a man twists his way mm-hmm. and his heart frets against the Lord. Yeah. So, what what so, does fretting so, against the Lord look like? Well, it's just, just, you, just give me a couple you, examples. You're, you're grumbling. Murmuring, complaining. Murmuring, you know, it's like, um, oh, God's not answering my prayer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on? Uh, I don't understand why this happened. And then all of those things that are coming into our mind to cause the fretting. They accuse, they, we accuse the Lord. Well, we don't, but the enemy accuses the Lord well, through my comes, mind. comes through our minds through my and mouth, our mouths. And yeah. then I believe, and I believe it. And here it is, the spirit of fretting. I think fretting goes with foolish. And so they don't stand and having done all the stand, they don't stand in the word of God knowing that there's God's either got to answer or he's a liar. They, and nothing is impossible with God. With, all, with God, all things are possible. They, they lose all ground in that area of faith and standing. And they get the twisted, perverted, somehow thinking this thing that, is, that I'm af- after trying to accomplish is up to me. And because they see a lot of resistance, they think God is not there. God is not helping them. And so they become foolish and they fret against Did you know fretting, worrying, anxiety, believing lies? When that starts to go in through your mind, running through your mind, like, why isn't this working? I prayed so many times. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. I give up. Where is God? You know, that is a, that is a sinister, diabolical Spirit. attack, a spiritual attack mm-hmm. against your faith, against, your, against you. And you know what? We we just join right in with the liar. Well, where is God? Well, I don't know. We go ahead. We don't tell him to shut up. We don't say who said that. 
We don't say, where are you from? We just kind of assume, presume, because it's coming through my mouth, my mouth, my mind, my heart. It must be me. And it is me, but me is not you. But you go along with it. You don't stop it. You know, you don't resist the, the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil. Now, how do you resist the devil? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't see the devil. I don't know what he's doing. You know, when you listen to your mouth and what's coming out of your mouth is not according to the word of God, it is not something the Holy Spirit would be saying to you or through you. You are in a battle. You are under an attack. You need to stop, recognize it, take a, an assessment of what's going on and s- resist the devil. I say, God, this is your battle. I see something going on in, inside of me that's, whoa, it's really corrupting. It's perverse. It's twisted. It's against you. It's murmuring. It's complaining. And it's got me believing that I believe it. And so I'm going to resist that and say, you devil, you spirit of folly, fretting, shut up. You, you know what? People do not resist the devil. Because why? Because they say, well, you know, it could just be me. It, no, it's not just you. Why would you, why would you create an image of God, fret against God and not believe God? Because you're believing that you don't believe God. That's why. But you're, that's a lie. You do believe God. You're built by God to know the truth to, to love the truth, to pursue the truth, to be happy when you finally taste the truth or to get a drink of it. And it's like, oh yeah. But most people are so, their, their drinks are so mixed. There's a little bit of truth in there, but there's all kinds of other contaminations in there. So the drink that you're using to try to quench your thirst or, or satisfy your, your exhaustion or whatever, or cool you down, is actually being used to destroy you. The, the, the refreshing water of the word is, is far from most people's grasp because they, they don't read it. They, they don't, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. That's not what the pastor said. And the pastor, I asked him and he doesn't know. And so how could I ever know if the pastor doesn't know? You know what? Go back to the Holy, you've got a better leader pastor inside of you who's called the Holy Spirit. And you can go back to the word of God and say, Holy Spirit, please show me what this is and sit quiet and listen. Don't try to figure it all out. It does a lot of things with God don't make sense to the common mind, the carnal mind, because their their uh, enmity, their foolishness to uh, the, the, the things of God appear to be foolish. Didn't, doesn't it say he used the preaching, the foolishness of preaching? Foolishness of preaching that some people think, you know, Paul said, we're, we're like fools for Christ. That doesn't mean he's literally a fool. He's stupid and unwise. He looks like a fool. He looks like a fool. To the world. Because to the world, to mm-hmm. those that are blind, it seems you're crazy, you know, preaching about uh, someone that came and spoke the word of God and died and rose again. I mean, you, you know, people's lives are going to change because you preach this Christ. Yeah, how can and that says, work? We, you know, they, they, you know, they, they're considered fools by people in the world who are actually the fools. Who's the, who's the real fool here? Well, the God of this world is the God of this world, and he runs pretty much he every to, system he in the cre- world. He likes to create fools. Yeah, make he, well mockery, making wants, us look like fools, and when we're made in the image of God, so that's yeah. his delight. Well, he wants he makes the people that bring the truth that are wise look, look like, like fools, mm-hmm. and the the people so, that are are truly fools look like they're wise. That's what I said before. That makes the bad look good, the good look bad. So here's the here's the only way we get out of this, if we're believers in Jesus Christ and truly believers, and we have a two kingdom system. And you believe what God said. He said, ask and you shall receive, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, preach the gospel. 
if you believe that and put your life on the line believing that by you're not going to back down and compromise and get twisted and give up and get mad and go away and get mad at God, if you really believe that, that God is, then then what we're going to have to do is we preach this gospel. When Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom, he preached the gospel, but he also did some things, powerful things to prove the gospel, that he, he had the authority to preach that gospel. He multiplied the bread. He walked on the water. He healed the impossible. He healed the, the people who were impossible. You know, the man born blind, the man 38 years at the pool of Bethesda, the woman with the issue of blood, what, 12 years, the girl that, that was bowed down, the old woman and whatever, 18 years. He picked the impossible situations. And I'm sure there were a lot of easy miracles he did too. You know, but he picked the impossible. There's no humanly way no medical way, no human intervention that could make these people see again, walk again. And he did that to confirm and prove that he has the authority to preach the gospel, the signs and wonders. And today, when we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, which usually we preach a pretty mixed bag and it's pretty impotent and, and locked mixed down. Mixed with pop psychology and, and so forth. And, and, yeah. and mediocre religion. Mm-hmm. Um people just don't get excited about it. It doesn't mean anything. It, it doesn't, actually we've been vaccinated against the true gospel of Jesus Christ by so much false gospel, religion, antichrist, false Jesuses, Jezebel's in the church and Jezebel isn't always female. And we just get so overwhelmed with it that we, we, we have to clear all that out, ask God to deliver us right now, Father, we ask that you deliver us from that spirit of fretting and foolishness that you'd expose it. I command right now in the name of Jesus Christ, that every demonic spirit that's in the listener here will now have to be exposed. I call you to manifest and be exposed. You will come up wherever you've been hiding. Come up and come out. And come up and come out. And you will manifest so that my believer, this person listening, will get it and see, whoa, 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 what's going on here? I command that you pack your bags, you pick up your junk, your lies, your programming mm-hmm. systems, your operating systems, your backup, your software, your body of death operating systems, and those who work with you. Nobody can be staying left behind. The whole stronghold has got to be rooted dismantled up, dismantled, and, and deleted in Jesus', in Jesus name. name. And Lord, in the place, mm-hmm. I pray that you give each one a hunger for the word of God, that they would eat it up like food and it would become nourishment to them become life and energy and strength again that they won't defeat be defeated or depleted or or wear out or or give up because their body can't keep up lord i pray you'd put a two new health anointing strength in their physical bodies that where their brain fog and and deaf and dumb spirits and mm-hmm. mute spirits and people and man fear woke spirits, spirits. And woke spirits she tedia out 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 she mm-hmm. couldn't out out you demons listen to me you know the power of Jesus Christ. You know the power of his name. You know who he is. You know he is the son of the most high. You already admitted that in Matthew chapter eight. And now in the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, who you know, I command you to get out and stay out. Holy Spirit, I ask that you close the door. Jesus Christ, you are the door. And I ask that you'd seal the door shut so these spirits cannot get back in. And you'd give this person a true hunger, a true hope, a true desire to be washed in the blood, cleansed by your, your love and, and walk and brought into a place of, of mobilize them, Father God, for these last days. Mobilize them in the army. Ignite them. Equip them as warriors. And may they not draw back. And may you also give them comrades, fellowship, uh, fellow soldiers, 
who can walk and stand with them and not be afraid in Jesus name in, in Jesus name and and here here's some here's a great command for all of us as we wrap this up today Proverbs 9 verse 6 forsake foolishness and live mm-hmm. and go in the way of understanding amen amen and also a couple more announcements and things uh, liferecovery.com this month we're featuring God on trial it's the audio drama we encourage you to um, go to the website liferecovery.com go to the bookstore and select episode one and begin this journey it's an, an awesome wonderful journey of the drama between God and Satan for the souls of men and also we're just about I'm just about completing a study guide that will go along with that and soon to follow so Check that out and also be aware that we are doing a, a couple more conferences, lots of conferences on deal, on healing and deliverance are coming our way. This, this, this dealing with deliverance in Christians is a thing. Christians do need to be delivered. And so check that out. Find your credible, reliable sources that are coming from God and let the Lord examine your heart to see if you need to be set free from something. Mention that next conference. The next one is May 6th at uh, New Hope again. Uh, Valiant Church, for those of you who are familiar, will be posting some information. You can go to Eventbrite soon and sign up, and we invite you to come. That's May 6th. That's a Saturday from 10 to 3. It's a free and open to the public conference. We will be talking about healing and deliverance, how healing is connected with deliverance, and when you get delivered, you can get healed. So we'll see you there, and God bless you. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.